Hello, I'm Erica Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Podcast. Today we'll be talking about remembering, so stay tuned for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to another Messy Messianic Podcast. Today is the 31st of May, 2021. And I'm so excited that we are about to enter into the month of June. It will be very hectic for us, but really great time. Um, Today, I want to discuss remembering. And I actually was not going to talk about this today, but my daughter reminded me yesterday that um, it's Memorial Day weekend. And it's a good time for us to stop and think and remember. And for us in this country, we have been blessed. And I think that we have chosen to forget about all the sacrifices those that came before us made in order for us to have the freedoms that we do today. And so I want to take a moment to remember that, but also just to talk about how does that really apply to us biblically? And um, honestly, that was kind of my argument to my daughter. And the irony is this morning, um, you know, I think I've mentioned it before. I'm doing, you know, um, through you version. I go through uh, the Bible in one year. Right now, this one I'm doing is by Nikki Gumble, who I'd never heard before. Um, my mother had, um, but I had never heard of this gentleman and his wife Pippa. And um, they've been very. I've been pleasantly surprised with what he's had to say. Now, I don't agree with everything that he has to say. In fact, this um, particular one I'm going to be paraphrasing for you today. Uh, there are parts that I'm not actually going to be paraphrasing at all and going to leave out because he mentions things like Christmas and Easter, which are things that I don't believe are worth uh, remembering because of where their roots are founded. But um, the title of the devotional, ironically today, which some people are like, oh, it's not that ironic, Erica. It actually is because I started out this Bible in one year in February. I didn't even start at the beginning of the year. So it actually is kind of off-kelter and yet somehow it ends up applying a lot of the times to what's going on um, in the daily life. So this one is actually titled, Choose What You Remember. And um, uh, let me just start out by reading the first couple uh, of sentences, which is, memory is strange. There are some things I I would prefer not to remember, but find difficult to forget. There are other things that I would love to remember that are all too easily forgotten. There are some things that are important for societies as a whole not to forget. All over the world, we see war memorials with the names of those who have died for their country. Often in Britain, these memorials feature the words, lest we forget. Side note, Nikki Gumbel is British, so that's why he said that. Um, A plaque at Auschwitz concentration camp reads, The one who does not remember history is bound to live through it again. Which is a quote by George Santayana. We do have some control over our memory. There are some things we are told in the Bible to forget. There are other things we are repeatedly called to remember. We can make choices about what you choose to forget and what you choose to remember. The word remember in its various Hebrew and Greek forms occurs over 250 times in the Bible. It is so easy to forget all that God has done for you. It is important to look back at your own life as well as the history of the church, both local and global, to remember all that God has done. At the Last Supper, Yeshua, this is me paraphrasing, of course, instituted the service of communion so that we would not forget the central events of world history, the death and resurrection of Yeshua. 
And I'm going to stop right there because I'm, I'm thinking, you're missing it. You're missing it. So Yeshua didn't institute the service of communion. Yeshua fulfilled fulfilled Passover. He fulfilled the prophecy of Passover where he is our Passover lamb. And he he said, do this in remembrance of me, right? At Passover. It wasn't Easter. It was Passover. Um, I know a lot of Christians, they just call it the Last Supper, but he was celebrating the Passover where God commanded his people to remember, remember, this is about remembering, remember the times that they were slaves in Egypt and how he had delivered them, right? And Yeshua is a fulfillment of that prophecy because instead of them having to sacrifice a lamb and put the blood over the doorposts, he is now our sacrifice lamb. We take his blood to remember his sacrifice on that cross. The same with the bread. So that that was very interesting. Um, we are to remember Yeshua always. We are to remember him in a good way to remember is by following the Torah, especially when it comes to the Feast of the Lord. The Feast of the Lord, the whole purpose is to remind us of where we came from and where we're going in our walk with Yeshua. It's to remind us that some of these feasts have been fulfilled by Yeshua already, and some we are still looking and anticipating for him to fulfill. And if we choose not to observe these feasts, what do we do? We forget or we replace them with other things, right? So remembering is so important. Um, you know, and he goes down to talk about um, one of the reasons I, I, I've mentioned this before. I do like this is because he does basically um, three different passages. He does um, Psalms or a proverb then the New Testament, and then the Old Testament, um, which I find is always very interesting, the the order that he does it. But um, for the Old Testament, for this particular day, it was Deuteronomy 23, 1, all the way to uh, chapter 25, 19. And if you look at Deuteronomy 24, he talks about remembering in verses 9, 18, 22, and then chapter 25, 17. To remember that they were slaves in Egypt and the Lord their God redeemed them. In Deuteronomy 25, 19, the passage ends with the words, do not forget. They should remember those who are suffering, the lonely, the fatherless, and the widow. That's Deuteronomy 24, 21. And in verse 14, they're to look after the poor and the needy. It was a matter of law to take care of those who were poor and needy. It is something that we should do as all believers, is to look out for the poor and the needy. Which brings me to something that is kind of, it's not even kind of, it is near and dear to my heart because my husband is now, um, as of June, will have been in the military for 20 years. He will be retiring in June. And... I'm sure you've heard of the number 22, where they talk about um, 22 veterans commit suicide every day. And people say, well, Erica, you know, Memorial Day is not about veterans. You're absolutely right. But you know what? 
some of these men and women who are going out and fighting wars and fighting to defend your freedom and my freedom may have the opportunity to come back, but a lot of these people have not come back whole and they're hurting and a good portion of them are coming back with post-traumatic stress disorder, which is PTSD or have brain, brain injuries or simply suffering from depression because they may have been able to come back. But what about their friend that they fought with? Were they able to come back too? So I would ask that you would remember, remember those men and women who have died for the freedoms that we so enjoy, especially here in America, especially on Memorial Day. But also, don't just remember, go out there, especially for those I'm speaking to us as believers, go out there and make a difference to those veterans and even active duty members who have seen battle, who have defended our freedoms and be a light for them, be there for them, try to help them. I mean, shoot, even donate to a charitable um, place like Wounded Warriors. There are a lot of different um, military based charitable organizations that help these different people, these veterans who've come back and they're broken. So I would, I would argue not only remembering those who fought and died and gave their all so that we can enjoy the freedoms that we have today, but also go one step further and be there for those veterans who are still here today and need our help. And I even, it was funny, I was looking at the statistics, um, active duty members, you know how many kill themselves that are active duty members? 20 a day. 20. These men and women in in the military forces are struggling. They have no hope. And, you know, sometimes, sadly, uh, their commanders aren't necessarily there to help them. They're there to keep them quiet. And so I think it's really important if you have a loved one, and I'm sure almost everyone I know has at least one person that they know in the military, love on them. Send them a gift card. Send them a card just telling them, hey, I'm thinking about you and I'm here for you. If you ever need anything, I'm praying for you. That would mean the world to someone, especially if they are deployed. Even if it's in a non, you know, a, a not dangerous situation, it still would mean the world to them that somebody's thinking about them. So remember these men and women that gave their all. And I know, once again, people really do argue about this, about the whole veterans versus those who actually died. And if you actually do know somebody who did die in service to their country, please be there for their families. I cannot imagine being put in that kind of situation where I had to experience someone, you know, the, the dress blues, those guys in dress blues coming to my door and telling me that my husband was dead. Now I imagined it many times. I imagined it. Um, but there's a big difference between imagining it and living it. And so if you know somebody who has lost a loved one while fighting for our country, please do everything in your power to be there for that family because they need your love and your support. Especially in the world we live in where I don't want to say that you know, there are definitely moments in our history where we have spit upon those who have fought for our country. 
And I think now in our day and age, it's so important. Even, you know, that quote I read that's on the Auschwitz um, camp. Um, I've heard it so many times. I didn't realize that there was actually, you know, who would, who had written it, but you know, the one who does not remember history is bound to live through it again. There's a reason that Memorial Day is so important. It's for us to remember who went before us. And I think right now in America, we are seeing our children not being taught our history. And so they're forgetting, they're forgetting and they're taking for granted all the freedoms that they have. So as parents, it's time for us to stand up and say, no, stop and remember. It's great if you want to go ahead and have a barbecue with all your friends and family on Memorial Day and um, have a good time. You know, my kids are adamant. We go to the beach. I don't remember going to the beach every Memorial Day, but evidently we do. So, you know, we might go go to the Memorial Day, but then when we come home, we're going to be watching some sort of movie like D-Day so that they remember what the cost was and how many men and women died so that they might be free. Never take your freedom for granted. Because once you take it for granted, it'll be taken from you. Today is a really short and sweet one because it's Memorial Day. I really just want you to love your family, love your neighbors, love those who have lost family members. It's a really hard day for a lot of people. And so please keep that in mind when you're going out with your friends and family, that there are some seriously hurting people out there to just take a moment, stop, reflect, and think about all the blessings that you have in your life. Now with that, I pray that you do have a good Memorial Day, that you take a few minutes of your day, if not more, to remember the sacrifices of those who came before us, and then have a good week. You know, live. Live like you're dying. Live like this is your last moment. Because I guarantee you those men and women who did die and those family members who have lost their loved ones because of it would probably give anything to just have one moment or even one day with their loved ones. Now, with that being said, I end you end once again with the ironic benediction, which you find in number six, chapter six, I should say, uh, verse 24 to 26. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Bashem Yeshua, Sashalom, in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Have a blessed week, guys, and I'll see you all again next week. Please feel free to message me at messymessianicmama.com or you can email me at elmmm3 at protonmail.com. That's E is in Echo, L is in Lemur, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, the number three at protonmail.com. You can also leave me a one minute voicemail message on anchor.fm slash Erica LaCasse, and it should have a button right there to say, leave a voice message. Remember to keep it short and sweet if you have any questions or you just want to leave a nice little comment. I would love to hear from you.